congratulations you're listening to congratulations pine tree the base number one arts and culture podcast with me kate rhodes and me maysoon wazwaz maysoon it's almost time to vote so we been, thought we were getting would do- all the i've been getting all the ads all the paraphernalia you know propaganda oh god the like never constantly for like a month mailers and i've been getting texts and i've been getting emails and I've basically deleted all of them. Yes, same. It's midterms. I it's, have we, to say, my deal. enthusiasm, my voter enthusiasm is low. But there are some important local things going on. And so we thought we would do a little tasting menu. Of just of, East Bay. Unless you know some San Francisco side. Bay. Yeah. Yes. And then we'll do West Bay next week. And as we're barreling toward our 300th episode, we're actually going to once again let's stretch as hard as we can. Is this episode one like 293.7? Let's say two, this is going to be 298.1. Mm. Okay. Fuck. Okay, so that's great. Maybe we can kind of stretch it out until the semester is over. I'm fine with that. I mean, we've got, we still have numbers and there's definitely that's decibels. 10 weeks. Oh, Jesus Christ. 10 oh. weeks. No, I mean, we have 10 more weeks. We'll get, we'll do 298.1, 298.2, all the way up to 298.9. Yeah, then, then we'll, we'll do to- 299. <laughs> so that's 10 episodes. That's great. Okay. So that buys us 10 weeks. That buys us a really good amount of time. Holy shit. I think so. So this is a completely legitimate way to do things. Would you say so? Do we want to do our our 300th episode in like Christmas time? At Christmas? That's going to get us all the way into mid-December. Is that what? Or actually the Okay, wait. One. Hang on. I think it'll be January. New year. Oh, new year. New year, year, new day, new way, new hundred. That's kind of cute. Okay, great. Awesome. Perfect. Plus, God knows, Maysoon, we have been just up on the ropes mentally, physically, oh, yeah. spiritually. I can't even. We Who knows how long it'll take us to crank out 10 more episodes. <laughs> oh, Lord. We have been doing poorly, people. You need to send us your thoughts, your prayers, your sigil magic. No, we're fine. I don't want anyone to be concerned for us. But I do want sympathy, but not concern. Yeah. Okay. Anything else from you on that topic, May soon? <laughs> on praise or concern? Yeah, concern, sympathy. Um, what kind of emotions are you looking to elicit from people? Oh, uh, just I just want people to be nice. Yeah, that's a great one. And that's to treat me one. and others just with like literally common decency, honestly. Yes. Is decency at a uh, at a uh, deficit these days? Are we I, at a decency I deficit? Think so. Yeah, I think people are super impatient and um, intolerant. All the things. I, yeah, I just think I just think we need a little more, a little more kindness out there. Honestly, do and you that's think hard. that absolutely? It's a rough time for everybody. <clears throat> yeah, people are stressed out and you know unhappy, and it's I know it's hard to it's hard to be kind when you feel shitty. <laughs> you know, absolutely, absolutely. Do you think that we're having a situation? As they did in that one Ghostbusters movie where there's like that goo underneath New York City that makes everybody mad at each other? Um, I think it's probably, I don't want to say it's, I don't know if it's worldwide necessarily, but I do think it's, it's probably countrywide. Uh-huh. I think I, at least that's all I can kind of understand okay. based on my conversations and with people from across the country. Do you think it's goo based? 
Um, I hope so, because I feel like that to me that means there's something we can do about it. We got to get rid of the goo, right? How did they get rid of that goo? Didn't they have to get rid of the ghosts? I don't know. Which episode? I mean, which was that like Ghostbusters 3? I don't know if I even saw that one. It's the one with the freaky portrait and the guy from Allie McBeal is like um, a servant to this portrait of this king or I think it's whatever. like a th- number three. I think I only saw one and two. God damn it. Okay, Halloween season. Everyone watch Ghostbusters 3 so we can all know what the hell Kate's referencing. Wait, one more thing on that topic, Maysoon. Yeah. I don't know if I ever told this story on the podcast, but once I was at a protest in Berkeley. Yeah. And it was like, I forget, I think it was like the fight for 15 or something, like raise the minimum wage. Yeah. And uh, and I had a sign that said, artists for a fair wage. And this guy, a much older gentleman, came up to me and he's like, oh, you're an artist. And I'm mm-hmm. like, yeah. And he's like, what kind of art? And I'm like, videos, blah, blah, blah. And he's like, oh, I have a project. I want to do like, do you take commissions? And I'm like, sometimes. And I think I gave him like my business card. Okay. Oh my god. And then the guy called me. Oh, like, he did. Short. Yep. Wow. The guy called me shortly thereafter, and he was like, "I want to do this project that um, involves the Alameda County Courthouse in Oakland. Okay. Or the oh, I forget. It's the Oakland Courthouse. Yeah. And he's like, it looks just like that building in Ghostbusters because it's Art Deco, blah, blah, blah. Oh, I love it. How weird. How great. And I'm like, oh, wait, just wait, Mason. <laughs> oh, God, I can't. Keep going. And I'm like, and I'm like, oh, OK, interesting. Like, what do you want to do? Like, yeah, OK, it's Art Deco. Yeah. OK, interesting. And he's like, keeps explaining to me about the architect. He's going on and on and on. And I'm like, okay, like, yeah, okay, well, you know, I'll video whatever you want, like, what's your budget? Let's get to it here, yeah. Yeah, I was like, what's your budget for this project? And he's like, well, do you really remember this scene in the movie? And I'm like, yeah, I mean, it's been a while. And he's like, well, do you want to come over? No. (laughs) Do you want to come over and watch the Ghostbusters movie that I'm talking about? We can, like, you can come watch it at my house. Oh, my God, Kate. What a fucking creeper. I hate that shit. I know. Did you, did you report him? I don't know. I feel like that's Report? <laughs> I can't report him for trying to make me watch Ghostbusters. For trying to lure you to his house? Yeah. How many other women do you think he's done that to? I don't think it probably works on most people because most people would have hung up 20 hours before I did. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> I'm a freaking hayseed trusting fool (laughs) oh my god you know no not to blame the victim although i was there was no victim situation here i was just like okay let me know when you have a budget for this dude bye never heard from him again this was years and years ago but it was a real berkeley experience you know was he creepy or was he just like on one he just was just not aware i think he was looking for some romance Oh my god. What? Oh, for sure, for sure, for sure. Kate. He was looking for some romance under the pretense of trying to make a video about some art, art deco architecture. See what I'm saying? That's fucking creepy. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> well, no, I don't know. I was. I don't know. It's not. He, it's he a, I think he just didn't have any game, Maysoon. What? You what? I think he just didn't have any game. He needed to, like, you know. Oh, he needed to come make something up in order to get there. Yeah, like, just be like, you know, you see somebody at a protest, you want to, like, 
watch Ghostbusters let's just be like hey are you single do you want to watch Ghostbusters with me in a romantic way oh my god (laughs) or whatever you know how old was he he was a fair bit older than I was I think he was in his 60s right so he was twice your age (laughs) yeah he was being a creep I hate that yeah not to mention i'm so gay like get the gayness gauge going before yeah, you it's like, put all that turn time on in. turn that on first <laughs> turn it on yeah. before you go to a protest <laughs> turn your gaydar on oh, and so don't be trying to, to pick up women at a protest <laughs> what's that Macy? do you think people are going to protest to pick people up that makes me mad too yeah i think well i think he was just passing by i don't know what oh. this guy's deal was this guy get a grip dude okay speaking of getting a grip let's get a grip on this east bay election yay do it let's yay. hear about it what's going on i'm just over gonna there highlight a couple things and okay. um i've been looking at a few voter <laughs> guides especially the green party voter guide they always cut the shit but the big things we want to highlight are pamela price for district attorney she's been endorsed by the green party and cat brooks former candidate for mayor current uh activist and um if she's not the director of the anti-police terror project she's some kind of person over there yeah so pamela price um for district attorney will be super progressive if we have to have a district attorney let's have it be her let's say yes on measure w that's just an oakland measure that is about campaign reform mm-hmm. always yes okay. on campaign reform that is endorsed by the aclu the california common cause the league of women voters etc 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 okay may soon we gotta vote no on measure d because they're this one is is gonna allow larger agricultural buildings and equestrian riding areas why do we we need that shit here people go to the burbs if you need that come on (laughs) if you want more horse face go to marin county come on this is a small little area we don't need horse space in san francisco or in oakland get a grip Exactly, 100%. Couldn't couldn't agree more. We want to say a big no to Berkeley Measure L. It is an infrastructure bond, which sounds good, I know, but this is a $650 million general obligation bond with no specific projects. Oh. Okay, and it's supposed to be repaid over a period of 48 years. I don't know. The whole thing sounds super sus. But on the other hand, if you're in Berkeley, yes, on Measure N, which is public low rent housing, this will allow the government to develop, construct, or acquire an additional 3,000 units of low income housing housing in the city of Berkeley for low income people. We need more low income or no income housing. Yeah, no kidding. There's also in Berkeley Measure M, which is a vacancy tax, a big yes on this. There are so many vacant properties in the East Bay, and it is a goddamn shame. Um, This is a big one. We want to give a huge endorsement to Nikki Fortunato Boss Mm -hmm. for Oakland District 2. She's been doing good work. (laughs) Sorry. Go ahead. Why is it funny? No, no, I'm not laughing at you. I'm laughing at what I'm looking at here. Well, laugh at me. (laughs) Thank you. Um, Also, (laughs) Oakland City Council District 4, they have Janani Ramakandran. That's another progressive. We could definitely use more progressives in our city council. We got Nikki Boss and Carol Fife are kind of the only really 
hardcore progressives and then Rebecca Kaplan usually kind of gets in line with them mm-hmm. but we need more progressives my goddamn fucking district is uh our our councilman is Dan uh Dan Kalb and mm-hmm. I swear to God, the only thing he's passionate about is bike lanes. And like yeah, bike lanes are that. important. I have bullshit like, ever. We need bike infrastructure, but hello, have you been to Oakland? Yeah. Like we have That's more like pressing issues here too. I mean, they're they're like I can't tell you how many emails I get about the Valencia Street fucking bike lane. It's like uh, I'm so annoyed by it because none of these assholes are actually cyclists either. They just are like, we just sit in a fucking office in the city and think, well, think of what's going to be best for Well, Dan on his bike everyone. nonstop. What'd you He's say? He's fucking got a stationary bike he rides during the city council meetings. Mm-hmm. What? Just kidding. Just kidding. <laughs> I was like, mm-hmm. Oh, wait, what? <laughs> yeah. I, that's kind of cute. I would like that. I could do that at work. We also want to say a big yes on Oakland Measure V. Mm -hmm. Um, This is um, just cause for eviction as a basic protection for tenants. So if a landlord wants to evict, they must show a valid reason. Like, fuck yeah, duh. Like an actual valid reason, not just because you want to raise the fucking rent like an asshole. Yeah. We want to say yes on Measure X, which is term limits. Yes. This makes numerous. 100% across the board, across the the country. Yes. And for the Supreme Court. Everywhere, every fucking anyone in power needs a fucking term limit. Yeah, a big one that this would um, in state or whatever is uh, council members in Oakland would have a three consecutive term limit. There's no term limit right now. That should be the first thing. Like when you're creating a new position, that literally needs to be the first thing that's discussed. Yeah. How much time will they need to do anything in their job? Okay, great. And then and then we can move them on. (laughs) Okay, then I have to say for Oakland mayor, and this has been pretty much the progressive, all the progressive places have said, put these three people, because it's ranked choice, put these for your top three. You have Elisa Victory Villanueva, okay? You've got number two, Shang Tao. And then for the Green Party said number three, John Ryman. Cab Brooks had a forum if you want to check it out with Greg Hodge, Elisa Victory, and Shang Tao. You could look at them. But Elisa Victory and Shing Tao are the the big progressive choices. Who's the guy in your drawing? What's that name? Oh, don't vote for Lauren Taylor. That's I feel like Lauren Taylor's getting a lot of buzz because he's more part of the fucking, you know, he's like a fucking London breed. He's more part of the like machine. He's he's more Libby Chef kind of exactly. Right. So and not only that, but like he's using a lot of these things. He uses a lot. I mean, just like all these fucking Bay Area posers are using all this progressive shit, you know, to try to garner support from kind of progressive the people with the fucking in this house signs. Yeah. (laughs) You know, but then they turn around and when they're actually voting for stuff on city council or whatever, they're fucking just doing the same old, you know, conservative bullshit. Right. Right, right, right. So we have to say a strong no against Lauren Taylor. I just want to say yes on H. That's a parcel tax that funds schools. Always got to be funding the schools. Which one is that? I don't even see. That, that is Oakland, Oakland Measure H, okay, Oakland. It. Okay, but May soon, I just want to say, say we're going to say yes on Oakland Measure Q that authorizes low-rent social housing units. It sounds we're like gonna this say, is a big election. There's a lot of things to vote on. 
Oh, well, God. God, you know, when do we not? When do we not have a fucking this, encyclopedia? This is pretty big. Okay, but just a couple more things. So Oakland Measure S, we're going to say yes to that. That allows non-citizens to vote in school board elections. Yes, please. We're going to say... Please let those parents vote. They should have a say, yeah. absolutely. Oh, hell yeah. We're going to say <laughs> yes on Measure T. That's Oakland, uh, Oakland Progressive Business Tax. We're going to say yes on Measure U. That is a Oakland Infrastructure Bond. We're going to say yes on V. That was the Just Cause um, just cause for evictions, Jesus fucking Christ. We're going to say yes on W, that's campaign reform. We're going to say yes on X, that's term limits. And we're going to say, I don't know, you're going to pick your own adventure on why it's something about the zoo. <laughs> What's the zoo one? It's a parcel tax. I don't know. I feel like we're always voting on shit with the zoo. And I never really know what the, the I, I can't really say one way or the other on the zoo. Some people yeah. don't even think zoo should exist, period. Yeah, it's true. You know, but I like the zoo. I have to say, okay, can I have a quick a quick non sequitur? There's a new baby pygmy hippie. 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 <laughs> There's a new baby pygmy hippo at the San Francisco Zoo, and his name is Ido. Is it Ido? Shoot, Udo. Sorry, it's his name is Udo, and he is so cute. Jimbo and I are literally going to make a plan to go see, visit the new baby hippo. <laughs> I love wait. that. I want to go. We're going to go next week when I have the week off. Yeah. <clears throat> May soon. So we'll cover all the statewide stuff next week, right? Yeah. Because there's yeah. also Senate. It's hard to endorse for any of this shit. I mean, it's the state The state ones I'm almost like, not the state, but the some of the stuff I'm just kind of like, I, I can't endorse any of these people. <laughs> exactly. So just good luck. You know, I just, um, unless anyone, I, I'll do the research and see if anyone really stands out as awesome and I can endorse that person, but... The rest of them, I would just say, go with your favorite voter guide or, like, school board stuff. I don't know any of that shit. I probably won't did vote you on hear it. About, uh, did you hear about Nancy Pelosi's husband getting attacked in their house? Of course. I just can't. I just uh, am not the person who's going to wish death on people. I don't know. <laughs> uh, I don't know. It feels wrong to me. I guess No, if they, you're right. You're if they a got good hit person. by a car by mistake, uh, but being attacked in your home, I jet, that just is like, I can't. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, that only makes sense. If they had a heart sense. attack, if it was like something where it was like, okay, they it was on, you know, some kind of natural cause, something that wasn't brought sure. on by another no. individual specifically. Yeah. Mason, let's not... <laughs> Let's not go there. Yeah, please. No, let's, let's really let's not. Let's move on. It's, You're it's a good a nice person. Thing. <laughs> that was a test and you passed. Okay. But did you? No, I never pass. <laughs> I only want chaos and hellfire mm. to rain down. No, you don't. Yeah, I do. You want chaos and hellfire? What makes you think you wouldn't be the, like a, okay, we don't need to get into this. It's fine. <laughs> I just mean if chaos and hellfire rain down, that doesn't mean you wouldn't be a victim of some crazy lunatic. That would be terrible. I don't want mm, that for you. But not a crazy lunatic. I just mean like, I think our government is so deeply fucked up that the only way we're ever going to have any actual changes through... I'm not opposed... Oh, God. This is like the weirdest thing. Like, I'm not, well, like, I'm we, not opposed not, to... Any of this on the show anyway so let's just move on let's move on well you know what that reminds me of may soon yes what does it remind you of it reminds me cat of cat daddies the... oh yeah we saw cat daddies <laughs> we saw a documentary called cat daddies now may soon yes i enjoyed it there were cute cats we got to get cat ears but what do you think was the political leanings of the people who made that documentary 
I don't know, and I honestly don't give a fuck. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, what do you think? It was in the Roxy. I mean, I don't think I would recommend it to anyone unless you were an absolute cat freak like Kate, Zoe, and I are. (laughs) Like, okay. Or if you really just want to see cute, like to me, I don't, I almost don't really even care about the owners. I was more interested in just seeing the fucking cats do their cute stuff. You know what I mean? Like, I didn't even need the owners there. They were extremely cute cats. Every cat more cute than the last. It was, it was, so when you went into, it was at the Roxy Theater, long live the Roxy, they're the best, please donate to them as much as you can. When you walked in, they were giving away swag, so they were like, um, you could put, they were giving away cat ears that blinked, that had blinking lights on them, and then also cat treats and buttons and stuff. And so when you walk into the theater, everyone's wearing these blinking cat ears. It was so (laughs) cute and nerdy. It was was It was insane. I loved it. And then as soon as the lights went off, everyone was like, turn your lights off. <laughs> yes. <laughs> like people were getting kind of really bossy. It was so funny. I was like, oh, my God, only in fucking San Francisco, man. You know? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. It's like, enjoy the ears until until you're absolutely not allowed to. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I kind of was like, I don't care if they're on, to be honest. I mean, this movie isn't like, it's not going to be a fucking, inc- you know, I just wasn't like, this isn't like my movie experience the of the year. You know what I mean? of the ages. <laughs> it's like, I'm pretty sure I can watch this with cat ears on. It'll be fine, but it's okay. Yeah. <laughs> and you, what right did you on. think? <clears throat> Loved it. Love a cute cat story. The cats I did were think cute. that the I did think the filmmakers were kind of weirdly conservative because they had this long shot on Trump Tower. They had all this stuff with these firefighters, including the firefighters had one of those American flag like with the red line instead of the blue line. Oh, know? what does that mean? I didn't even notice that. It's like you know they have the flags with the blue stripe that are pro cop flags. Oh, it's like okay. the thin blue line. Right, and so what's the what's the red one? The red one's like the same thing, but for firefighters. Oh, that and then I don't know. It just all felt a little. Some of their subjects felt a little like. Yeah, some of the owners. I mean, it just. I was kind of like, how did you even? There's, there's. I I was, I was expecting it to be more like creative types and like weirdos. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. When it was cat daddies, but it was, it was, um, you know, like a truck driver or. Uh, the weird actor from LA who I couldn't stand, but that's also a different story. Yeah, but obviously the the like mo- the most like touching story was about the guy who was homeless in yeah. New York and had his cat Lucky. Yeah, and their like amazing bond. Yeah, and how Lucky is kind of like you know his reason for living in some ways it was very touching. It was it was very emotional. <laughs> Yeah, very real tear jerker at points. Real tear jerker in that in that moment. Yeah, for sure. Okay, and let's go ahead and give our rating. I would give it. I'm gonna go ahead and give it a seven point eight out of oh, ten. Yeah, I'm giving it a seven. <clears throat> seven. Okay, out of 10. perfect. Wow, we were uh, we were ballpark buddies, as they say on the Doughboys. <laughs> Cute. Okay, Mason. You guess what? They're still doing that fucking Dreamhouse raffle at YBCA. Oh God. Why are you even saying that? that? Don't even say anything about that. Don't join the raffle, people. You're just going to waste your money. money. It's not a good way. Although I have been buying Powerball tickets because it's up almost to a billion dollars again. Whoa. How many tickets have you bought when this happens? What what do you do? All together over the last couple months, how many Powerball tickets have I bought? Yeah, exactly. Probably like 
15 Oh my God, really? How much are those tickets? $2, so that's okay, $30. $30. Okay, do you give yourself a budget? $30 are you like, down the Are drain. you like, oh my God, the Powerball is really high. I'm going to give myself $100 to spend on tickets. The most amount of tickets I buy at once is like five tickets. Right, but do you give yourself like a, a, like a budget? Don't top this like budget. Like a monthly budget? No. No, Maysoon, you know me. I'm completely <laughs> out of control. I do know you that's why I wanted exactly to ask. i don't have yeah. my, my sense of moderation is out the window should i get a powerball ticket uh yeah or you should just put two dollars into your savings account i feel like maybe i should get a powerball no, you, should you get those you get, get it's them from a billion like a dollars station? almost it's like 820 million dollars do you think somebody be... please win the powerball and give us a million dollars yeah jesus christ that's all we need what would you do if you won? Can we just have this quick fantasy with each other? Well, actually, it, when it was almost a billion dollars a while back, Katie yeah. and I were waiting to go see a movie, and we were writing down everything we do on a newspaper. Oh, cute. Love it. But the main thing is, I think you would immediately... <clears throat> this is actually my real advice for anybody if they do win. Okay, first and foremost, don't tell anybody. That you win. When you see that it's you It's going to be announced. What's that? Doesn't it get announced like internationally who the winners are? Don't you have to show up with like? Don't I don't they show think up at your so because I big think check? that how they know who it is is you sign the back of the ticket or something. Mm-hmm. And I think you should, as soon as you know you won, you should go get a lawyer. Don't tell anyone. Go get a lawyer, and you got to like handle this whole thing like with the coolest head. Okay. Oh my god! You have to stay cool headed. Okay. <laughs> And so then don't buy I think, a private jet right away. <laughs> yes. Also, I would say, because they offer to give it as a lump sum or as installments. Yeah. Take the lump sum because you can invest that and then you'll be getting more money. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You, I guess you, I wonder, I wonder how that works with your taxes though, if you take the lump versus installments. I think it's better. I don't know why, but I know it is. Also, so why would they offer installments? What could you say? I mean, what's the? There's got to be a benefit to getting installments. It's not like you're paying; they're paying you. I think it's more money. Like they're like you can have a lump sum of this much, or you can have installments. That's actually a more total amount of money. But yeah. if you real like if you look at it as like, well, if I get the lump sum, I can invest that money and be making interest on it, mm-hmm. whereas the installments don't get any interest, right? So in the long run, you get more money because right. you'll get it's more still, interest. But it's still a lot of money, so I don't really know. I don't know. A billion dollars is a lot, no matter which way you look at it. Invest, yeah. I mean, it's not really not, a billion know? dollars. Cause it, like, you only get half, really, anyway, because like, of taxes. Goes to taxes. But that's still many millions of dollars. <laughs> yeah, it's still like half a billion dollars. Okay, then the other thing we would do is set up a foundation. Okay, then what fun stuff would we do? I would want to pay off all my friends. Tell me about loans. the fun- foundation really quick. Oh, what's that? What 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 does the foundation do? Well, I think with a foundation, I think you can do more like if you want to be giving a lot of money to people, mm-hmm. then it kind of I think you can like give bigger. I don't fucking know. Hang on. Let's talk to research assistant Katie Condo. <laughs> Katie, are you in the bathtub? Oh, hey, can you be on the show real quick? <laughs> OK, OK, we're here with research assistant Katie Condo. Can you just say a few words about why it's a good idea to um, if you win the lottery to like start a foundation to kind of do your money moves? Yes. Thank you. Well, no. 
<laughs> you can't say well, why. Okay, I mean, it really has to do with taxes. It's about tax evasion. But if you really won, like, a billion dollars, you should just allow yourself to get taxed. To the end I didn't hear it. Oh, well, Katie's saying that it's just like, because then you'll be taxed less as a foundation. But obviously, if you have that much money, you just give it to taxes. But all that fucking money is going to the military. I don't know. I'm kind of anti-tax these days. But not really, because I think we should obviously fund our public schools and our public universities and, you know, all our welfare programs and things. (sighs) Yes. But so little of our money goes to that. That's what I was going to say. So was just, that's what I was just thinking. Like, we still have, like, massive student debt. Like, there's still all this bullshit in all of those systems, you know, that we, government should be taking more care of. Hi, Pickle. But this is my last thing, and then we'll go to what you would do with all the money. Okay, okay but okay. This is just the last thing is, wouldn't you want to give so much money to your friends and family? Yes. And, like, people, people who need money. I would want to give, I probably would want to give money to just people. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And so, like, um... I think there's, like, a limit on how much money you can receive as a gift before then that gets taxed. Right. And I just think that if you had... I think if you had a structure, like a foundation, that you could kind of handle all these things better. Like, maybe you could kind of, instead of calling these things a gift, it could be like a grant or something, and then you could be giving more money to, to just individual people without them having this huge burden of how to deal with it. Right, right. I think the gift limit is about, I think it's 10000 Yeah, see, that's nuts. But that's a pretty good chunk of money. I don't know. If you're living in the Bay Area and you need to pay rent, that's not even a year of rent. Yeah, I mean, I guess you could pay, you could buy a fucking building and house people directly. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, you for sure. You could just do that. You could be like, I'm going to buy this fucking big ass building, fix it up and get That's what I would want to do. I would want to buy our building. Here. I would want to buy our apartment building and turn it into a co-op. I would want to buy my studio building and turn that into a co-op. Okay, Maysuna, what would you do with half a billion dollars? I do like the idea do of a your, foundation. Like, do your like altruistic things first, and then let's talk about our fun things. Oh, I've always only been super self-centered when thinking about winning the lottery. You know what I mean? <laughs> like I've always been like, I want to have an apartment in all these different cities. Oh no, Maysoon. <laughs> I don't feel that way as much now, but when I was younger, I was like, I really want to have an apartment there, an apartment, little tiny, like a pied-a-terre, not like a big place. I don't need anything fancy. I just a want a little tiny spot. A pied-a-terre. Mm-hmm. You hate it. <laughs> oh, my. Oh, my. It's just the honest-to-goodness truth. I would probably quit my job. That's obvious. I'm, and maybe I'd start this foundation that we're talking about and run that and hire people who need jobs. Oh, that's cute. To help me run it. And then we could figure out, we'd come up with a plan. I definitely think, I, how could I spend the money to help to help Palestine? I think I would probably try to figure out how it could be more of an influence with finances finances over there. Yeah. I would get a washer and dryer. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> well, we could get a house. I would be into like, I, I would be into like getting a big build, a building and then li- moving in with a bunch of people and, you know. Like, I don't necessarily need, like, my own personal house. I do need my own personal space, but I do, like, at Pickles, get your nose out of my water. My goodness. I'd probably get 40 more cats. Holy Christ. <laughs> we could have a house. My big thing is I would want a refrigerator with an ice maker. Oh, yeah. That's a big thing for you, for sure. I bet you Jimbo would like that, too. We should do that, yeah. too. I'm going to take that. Um. Okay. Well, May soon. speaking of lifestyles, there is going to be a salon series going on at 500 Cap Street, and Viet Le is going to be presenting or something. 
Oh, great. I love that. Patrick Flores. And that is today, October 31st at 4 p.m. They got that A Tree is a Tree by Michael Zhang. That's still going on. Is that at Cap Street? Yep. We got a little email from Nina Sazovich, who wanted to let us know that they just announced the appointment of Kijo Lee as the new Chief of Curatorial Affairs and Public Programs at the Museum of the African Diaspora. Oh, wait. <clears throat> Guess where Lee is coming from? Lee is coming from New York. Ohio! <laughs> Ohio. Oh, I should have known. Fucking hell. The Cleveland Museum of Art, where she was the Associate Curator <laughs> of American Art. Cute. So we would like to welcome Kijo Lee from Ohio. We don't welcome anyone else unless they're coming from Ohio. <laughs> Isn't that right, Maxine? Uh That's fine with me. No one's really coming from Chicago ever anymore. I don't think Chicagoans Chicago. come out here. We are losing people to Chicago. It's more it's a more affordable metropolitan area. They're having a closing reception at SoMarts for To Love and Be Loved in Return, Dia de los Muertos 2022. And that is going to be Friday, November 4th from 6 to 9. Did you get an email about that? I sure did. You get do you get emails from SoMarts? I cannot get on their email list for the life of me. Um, friend of the show, Layla Weaver along with Niame Brown, Sandra Ibarra, Shara Mays, and Gregory Rick and Stuart Robertson are having an opening on November 5th at Jenkins Johnson Gallery for oh. a show called Blood Child. I want to go to that. That sounds like a good group of people. Yep. It's all the young up-and-comers. I don't think they're necessarily young. They're just... <laughs> it just sounds like a good group, a, a pretty interesting group of people. That's what I was thinking. You got to get to that show... Before they all are, uh, what's the hot thing these days? The Whitney Biennial? Before they're all in the Whitney Biennial. I guess. Uh, That's definitely one of the hot things. Thank you, Maysoon. Slash Gallery has been selected as one of the 10 recipients of this year's Hewlett 50 Arts Commissions in Media Arts. They're going to (laughs) be commissioning New York-based artist Jen Liu to create Ghost World, a project combining extended reality. Wow, I haven't heard of this. XR, extended reality. I've heard of AR and VR, but now we've mm-hmm. got XR. And a multi-site choreographed performance, May soon, mm-hmm. which will premiere in 2024 alongside an exhibition in the Slash Main Gallery. Also, the CCA MFA in Fine Arts Open Studios are going to be November 12th. That's a Saturday from 12 to 5. Should we go to that? Sure. I don't know if I can. Why? Because I started volunteering for SF Suicide Prevention, and my trainings are always on Saturday afternoons. Oh, okay. It's like for weeks and weeks. Yeah. But so it is a very annoying time <clears throat> to have to do trainings. <laughs> I just feel like nothing should be in the afternoon. It should be either in the morning or in the evening. But the it afternoon is, it's is like... morning. It's like 10 to 2. Oh, so you could go afterwards. Oh, okay. You want to go afterwards? Yes, it is 12 to 5. So we got time. Do you want to go? We could try to go. What day is it again? Let's bring our microphones and interview the students. Oh, God. <laughs> They're going to be so stressed out about that. Don't you think? Um, well, they can say no. Hey, Leah Rosenberg is going to be having a gallery session at McAvoy Arts. It's free and you don't need to register, but Leah Rosenberg is going to be talking about the art she has in their show Color Code. It's oh, going to cool. be casual and uplifting. It's promised oh. to be uplifting, Maysoon. I know, I'm going to go. The Chinese Historical Society of America 
has a pop-up exhibit called Monkey Block, spotlighting the historic Montgomery Block building, featuring oh. a selection of work by international artists inspired by the history of that place. Remember, they had that Bruce Lee show. I know, so that's I think already it's still down. up. I think, oh, good. Oh, is it I down? really want to see it, actually. I think it's still up. Yeah, get out there. Okay, I'm going to get out there, and I still need to go see Kathy Lou's exhibit over there at the uh, Oh, Chinese my goodness. Culture yeah, Center. get out. The, go, definitely go see that. Also, oh, this week. Oh, my God, I can do so many things this week. I can't. Okay, wait. let me know if you want me to come to anything. Do you want to? Okay, we can I'll talk be about really this. fun. You're always really fun. Okay, I'll be so fun. <laughs> Okay, let's. I'll I'll look at. I'll make a list and then I'll send it to you and see what you want to go to. Okay, have you heard of the Society for uh, the Society of California Pioneers? No, I don't like it. I, I'm against right? the word Sounds pioneer. Problematic. Um, they have an exhibition called "For Generations to Come," featuring recently conserved and digitized works in their collection, including the best-known print of Edward Moybridge's 1878 panorama of San Francisco. Mm-hmm. That's cool. I do like Edward Moybridge. Um, they are located at 101 Montgomery Street, number 150. Where Montgomery? This is a strange one. I want them to change their name, first of all, and then I might be more open to visiting. Oh, this is like in the Presidio. Oh, mm. the Presidio, everything that's a change in the Presidio. I don't know. Yeah, it's the name is problematic, but it sounds like there might be doing some good work there. I'm sure there is. I just need them to, I need them to change their name. Okay, well, I'll be sure to let them know. Okay. Should we go in there and have a conversation with them about it? We should probably just go in there and throw some soup on everybody. No, I don't want to burn anyone. Again, with the violence. <laughs> no, no, no. Cold soup out of a can. Oh, Haven't you been soup. seeing all these people throwing soup on shit at art museums? <laughs> Maysoon, oh have you not seen the soup throwing? No, what's going on? Oh my God, Maysoon, people are throwing soup on everything these days. All these uh, environmental what? protesters have been throwing soup, going to museums and throwing soup. Why? On famous paintings, well, or not so famous paintings. The first one was a Van Gogh painting, why? but it had glass over top, Maysoon. Okay, fine. But why? <laughs> um, to, you know, okay, here's the problem. Okay, first off, look, they're young <sighs> activists, and I don't want to sit, you know, be the old curmudgeon being too like, why these damn them? kids? Mm-hmm. What's that, Macy? So you don't want to be too disparaging towards their stupid moves? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, basically, because I just feel like climate, the climate disaster is the most pressing thing going on, and I'm not going to criticize anyone for trying to do something, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I do think this is kind of silly because I'm kind of like, okay, like, what do you want? Did you get confused? <laughs> And you were like, oh, we need to stop oil. And they were like, well, this is linseed oil. This is oil paint. We should. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) They're like dumb kids. Okay. But we're not going to say that may soon. Okay. Um, And then they threw. So they did tomato soup on a Van Gogh in London. They Mm -hmm. did liquefied mashed potatoes at a Monet in Potsdam. And then just recently I saw a guy was, so what they do is they throw the thing on the painting. Mm -hmm. Okay. And, okay. And then they glue their hands to the wall. Oh, Jesus Christ. Okay. And, and then, you know, and then they kind of shout their 
stuff about climate change and their agenda and stuff. And so just today I saw a guy was trying to glue his head to the girl with the pearl earring. Jesus Christ. That's too much. Uh-huh. Sorry. I think I'm not also into they it. tried to do cake on the Mona Lisa. Um, wow. So this is in an article in the New York Times. They say desperate to end complacency about the climate crisis and to pressure governments to stop the extraction of fossil fuels. They said they had resorted to high profile tactics like this because little else has worked. None of the paintings were harmed, as all were encased in protective glass, but the Mm -hmm. actions went viral and set off an international storm of outrage and debate. Were the activists misguided attention seekers who harmed the climate movement's legitimacy while doing nothing to help the earth, or did they force a spotlight onto everything at risk in significant climate if significant climate action isn't taken fast? I mean, in some ways, I think it's kind of <clears throat> like in Europe, museums are a popular place to go, which is sort of amazing. <laughs> if that's where you can get people's attention is at a museum, like that's not happening here. You know what I mean? Like you would get such a small percentage of anyone's attention in a museum in this country. I think that I'm like, right. where, what would our what would our cultural cultural t- touch point be like a fucking music stadium, sports stadium? But how would you do any? thing i don't know i don't know just like get a bunch of you and chain yourself so people can't get in yeah exactly you know, just like, like they that, did that back seems in... more impactful in some ways yeah remember when um there was the big organizing when they do the like 72 hours of protests around martin luther king day mm-hmm. and um i think or i think it was on like black friday or something that um activists uh had these like cuffs where they could like link them link themselves together with these big metal tube things oh yeah yeah I remember. and those. they stopped bart for a while yeah like right. so it's like you could you could stop traffic there's things like stopping traffic would be way more meaningful i think as far as like really impacting people's days and also direct connection to oil in general like, yeah i'm saying this is satire and parody in an art project but i think we should all go try to stop the um refinery in richmond the chevron plant mm-hmm. um if anybody wants to talk about that um in terms of it being the focal point of a play i'm working on you can give us a call 419-351-6606 you can tweet us at pine tree podcast or you can email us congratulations pine tree at gmail.com Speaking of, since we're talking about all this, like, maybe vaguely illegal stuff, we want to keep in mind that this program is supported by our our sustaining donors, Jim Prosser and Anonymous. And so they are also legally culpable. <laughs> but that we're, Just always, kidding. we're always talking as individuals and never as representatives of any organization or institution or company. Not even our business. own donors. We're not even representing not the donors. Not even our own donors. I can't believe you just called them out at that moment. I loved it. Oh, soup throwing. Wow. This is what happens when you jump off social media for almost a year. You don't really hear about anything. Yeah, I got to start sending you like little digest updates. You should. You should send me like a weekly digest. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, soon read these things really quickly. Although I bet they wrote about this in the Chronicle and you just missed it. Jimbo didn't mention it to me. He doesn't miss anything. Oh, okay. I'll ask him. I'll ask him. <laughs> okay. I actually didn't hear about the Nancy Pelosi husband attack until like a couple days later. Right on. Isn't that crazy? Jimbo's like, that what is, is pretty going? crazy. He's like, what the hell? 
I haven't been turning the news on. The radio annoys me so much these days. Oh, the shows, God, yeah. the shows that, that are on are just... I agree. All the election shit, I'm sick of fucking hearing about it. I'll get back to it, everybody. Sorry. <laughs> oh, no, you don't need to apologize. Nobody's allowed to expect anything from you. You got any other things we need to shout out to the people? I don't think so. What about Funyuns? I don't think I need to shout out Funyuns, except for I do really like them. Hell yeah. Okay, well, we're going to be chasing those Funyuns from the bridge. <laughs> to the other bridge. To the island in between. This has been... Congratulations, Congratulations Pine, Pine Tree. Pine Tree.